Welcome to the Vibrant MD Podcast, where we discuss weight loss, women's health, and food. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Awad, a family doctor and certified weight loss coach. This podcast is informational, but is not meant as medical advice. Anything you want to change after listening should be discussed with your own doctor and personal medical team. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Hello, my vibrant friend. Today on the podcast, we have a friend of mine, Dr. Carrie Reller, and she and I are talking about how to fix one meal. This is an interesting way to look at weight loss because sometimes we try to overdo all of it, right? So if you're doing this on your own, sometimes it's great to just look at one of your meals and figure out what you can do to make that one better for your weight loss journey and let the other ones just wait until you've got one all done. I want to talk to you ahead of the podcast today because we've been talking about a lot of different food styles on the podcast. So if you look at episode 64, I talked about the Mediterranean diet, which is great for weight loss and super good for your health. I tell you a simple framework for remembering what's on the Mediterranean diet in that podcast. So episode 60, we talked about whole foods, plant-based diet with another doctor. And so if you're curious about that, uh, definitely go listen to episode 60. Now today, Dr. Reller, who is a family medicine doctor and an obesity medicine doctor, is going to present her ideas and they run along this eating style. Lean proteins, but meat and a diet rich in fruits and vegetables, low in refined sugar. She also suggests using fruit as dessert. And so this is kind of a, a general healthy eating style that works for a lot of people. The reason I wanted to just be intentional about showing you that we're looking at these different styles of eating is that all of them work for weight loss. Almost anything you want to do will work for weight loss. But I do want to give you some ideas of things to do so that you can say, well, gosh, I want to try whole food plant-based or I want to do a general healthy eating plan or I like to try the Mediterranean diet since they talk about it so much or maybe one of these eating styles fits really closely with how you already do things. So I want to give you some ideas in the podcast about how to use any of these eating styles that are healthy. Also, for your weight loss journey. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode today and here we go. Hello and welcome. There are two of us together today. So you may be watching this on YouTube, either on the Dr. or sorry, Carrie Reller MD channel or on the Heather Awad MD channel or on the Vibrant MD podcast. So I am Dr. Heather Awad. I am a family doctor. Uh, who coaches professional women over age 50 to lose weight for the last time. And I am here with Dr. Reller. So who's going to introduce herself? Yeah, I am a also a family medicine and obesity medicine physician located in Clearwater and Palm Harbor, Florida. And I, you know, help patients make sustainable lifestyle choices to help improve their chronic diseases like blood pressure, diabetes, or uh, anything that is involved or related to weight-related issues. Great. So you can actually see Dr. Reller in person in Florida and myself, you have to find online. So <laughs> that's us. So we wanted to talk today about fixing one meal. 
Um, you know, this is something that I used to do when I had regular family practice, medical practice, because um, you only have 20 minutes. So you couldn't talk about everything. But if you wanted to talk about, you know, someone had high cholesterol or something, you could say, well, let's talk about one of your meals and try to make that one a little bit better for your good health. Um, but this also works for weight loss. Uh, so Dr. Reller and I wanted to talk about that and um, give you our best ideas today. So Dr. Reller had this really interesting experience with a patient um, where this this strategy, you know, was a great way to start. So yes. Yeah. So I have a like a monitoring program where um, patients can log their food. And sometimes I don't really necessarily need it for calorie counting or anything like that, but more for information. In fact, I even made the monitoring company build me a form where they can have it without the calorie counting so I can at least see what they're doing and have any, an idea of what, you know, the patient eats every day so we can offer more suggestions. So it turns out this lady was not really eating any real food whatsoever. She was wow. logging like a soda. She'd log like a granola bar. I mean, maybe like one of those um, prefabricated breakfast sandwiches, you know, from a frozen section here or there. And then it'd just be like a random cup of ice cream. It was just not real food at all. And yes, it wasn't really nutritious food. And there was just no meal balance. So I'm like, we need to start somewhere here. What can we do to get you eating some real food, like actual, you know, items that weren't frozen or uh, just like a granola bar or some random shake or something. So I told her to pick one meal that we could fix. And I mean, she didn't necessarily stick to the same meal each time. But she did, you know, get better over progress and start including actual food. And you, I think usually it was for dinner for her where they would try to actually cook something, which um, was fine because that's what she decided. I think some people may decide a different meal works better for them. And I think it's going to most likely be breakfast or dinner, I think, for some people. But that's probably just because at lunch you're having less time. But um, so we kind of chatted of what she could do. And I mostly wanted to her to actually go to the store and pick out real food, <laughs> like in the perimeter of the grocery store is what we usually say, right? So you're right. picking out, um, you know, usually fruits and vegetables and maybe a lean meat and um, maybe some other source of protein or something. Right. So I don't want to go into too further details, but that's where the, this topic stemmed from, trying to fix one meal and changing, you know, basically creating new habits one thing at a time. Yeah. And starting smaller really works for building habits because people um, who are listening, you know, you'll find some success with choosing one meal to to fix a little better. And it's not so overwhelming as trying to, you know, go on a whole program where everything is different. And and then after a couple of days, you're like, wow, this is really hard because um, you can fix the one and even you might not fix it every day, you know, because you're too busy. Um, but if you fix it a number of the days of the week, then you feel like, well, I, you know, I really got a win there. And and then as long as you, once you get used to doing that meal, then you can decide if it's time to fix the second one or not. Or, right. Right. Once you, know. you build the habit of being consistent or something with one, you can move on to fixing another. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And this works for, you know, all sorts of health 
issues that people mm-hmm. have that need better food. And, you know, today, of course, we're also talking about weight loss because that's something that we do with people. Um, so what, I, what I'd like everyone to do now, if you're listening, is to stop and just think, what, what meal would I start with? And if you're freezing up, I want to tell you, just relax, take a deep breath. You have this inner wisdom. There's one of the meals that you're thinking, oh, yeah, it should be that one. That's the one I should fix first. And so whatever that is, I want you to just take a deep breath and, and know what it is. Because I know that you got it in you to, to pick one. And then Dr. Rella and I are going to talk through kind of our best ideas for all the meals. And so you could just kind of listen and decide what you think. So should we, should we start with breakfast? Sure. Yeah. What are, what do you like to tell people for breakfast? Well, I do like to tell people to make sure to get protein at breakfast. So obviously eggs are an excellent resource for protein and fat, but um, protein, I think everybody associates eggs with breakfast. So I Mm -hmm. think that's usually a good choice. Um, And it's hard. It's harder to incorporate like meats, I think, with your eggs. But if you have time, you could include, you know, a lean meat into like an omelet or something like that. And then other good choices are um, yogurt. Um, and you can, if whatever your palate approves, I think, because I think for we pr- we usually want plain yogurt because the other ones are filled with a bunch of sugar. So I usually try to say, you know, avoid those, but plain yogurt of whatever fat percent you want. <laughs> because yeah. my husband and I did an experiment of which Faye fat percent tastes the best. <laughs> so we both tried five and 2% and zero, and I'm fine with the zero, but he likes the two. And I thought the five and two weren't that far off. So why not go a little bit lower? But yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, it's a, it does have a little bit of saturated fat, but it's also pretty healthy. So I often say, you know, yogurt is an excellent source of protein. So also I will sometimes take almonds and maybe like 10 almonds and crush them up and put them in a yogurt and that will add even more protein and also gives you that crunch that some people like to have on their yogurt instead of putting sugary granola, which some people think is healthy, but usually has that added sugar and is not great for um, a breakfast meal. Yeah. And then um, another great thing to add to that would be fruits. Um, I know you like to talk about berries a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And they're very high in antioxidants. I've listened to many of your spiels on berries. So I think I totally agree. And they taste delicious with yogurt. So if you're going to pair them with yogurt, um, I think that's a great combination. You can also add uh, chia seeds for more protein into your yogurt or flax, ground flax seed into that as well. Um, My husband and daughter like to do that one uh, a lot. And then I think with eggs, if it's not like a pre-fabricated casserole, I have trouble like adding stuff. So sometimes I might just say, you know, add a little fruit after or after you eat the egg or something like that. Um. So those are the examples of what I would say for protein. Is there anything you might add to that? You know, I I love that you're saying that about protein and also um, keeping it more a, more of a savory breakfast, avoiding mm-hmm. the sugar for the morning. Because when you can keep the sugar out of breakfast, your blood sugar all day is better. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just can't, you know, if you start out with sugar 
for breakfast, then you kind of lose all day as far as blood sugar goes. And with the higher blood sugar, it just gets more difficult to lose weight. And if you want to make things easier for yourself, I would say go that way. Sorry, my dog is making noise yeah. here. Um, and also, you know, I would say no rules. Like my, my, I have one brother-in-law who eats leftovers, dinner leftovers for breakfast. And I oh, just my, yeah. And I, at first I thought he's so crazy. And then once I kind of thought, you know, learn more about how good a savory breakfast is, I thought, well, gosh, he's brilliant now, you know, I think. So if you like that, right. you know, then definitely go ahead and do that. You know, you have some fish and vegetables or whatever it is you have for dinner. Yeah. My brother-in-law will eat anything for breakfast. It's it's like a spicy gumbo that my mom had prepared for the whole family on a special occasion. He's eating it for breakfast. For sure. (laughs) I've never considered it myself, but that is an option. Yes. Yes. And if you like that, that's a good segue into getting more vegetables at breakfast, which some people really struggle with, including myself. It's just something that's hard to do. The only way that I end up doing it is if I make like a good like egg casserole, sometimes with cauliflower and a little bit of like mozzarella cheese mm-hmm. um, or, or whatever kind of cheese and like kind of prepare that for the week and eat it throughout the week. That's right. a way to sneak in the vegetables um, and still have, you know, a healthy, savory breakfast, like you said. And then obviously you can shove some spinach and an omelet and some other vegetables in an omelet and that's good. Um, otherwise I think, yeah, I don't, I'm not so good at getting vegetables in at breakfast. I don't know if you have any other secrets for that. We do the same, like I'll stir in some whatever greens I have in the fridge into my eggs. I'm having eggs. Um, I did go to a restaurant where they served basically a pile of greens with vinaigrette on it Mm, um, next to, you know, whatever I got for breakfast, you know, the main dish for the breakfast. And I thought, wow, I could, I could consider that. You that's know, a good point. That, yeah. That first watch does story. that. Oh, sorry. Um, first watch does that. They make a real, I had, they have like an option for a healthy omelet and then give you like a little green side salad with the vinaigrette on it. I don't know if you have those out where you are, but I know they're nationwide and they're oh, good. Nice. <laughs> nice. And yeah. sometimes you've got that, you know, bag of greens in the fridge that you can just grab easily. Cause I'm kind of usually in a hurry with breakfast. So. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So obviously incorporating more vegetables into any meal is uh, going to make it more filling and add more vitamins and minerals and that fiber that keeps you fuller longer. So if you can get it in there, that's that's really good. Yeah. And you'll yeah. feel better most of the day. You know, it's a it's a great way to start um, just feeling good for the day because sometimes we you know, are like, oh, that muffin's so great, but then you don't feel so well a couple hours later because mm-hmm. your blood sugar's kind of moving around and you're hungry later. And, and you know, vegetables just tend to make people feel better all day. And they, you know, if you pay attention, um, right. it's worth it. Yeah, keeping the carbs at a minimum at breakfast is really yeah. good. Now, if I could find the secret way to do that for my kids every day, I would be really happy about yeah. And that's hard and a big complaint I have, but um, I think we are doing the best we can with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I guess is um, I think avocado toast is really in these days and yeah. I, you know, I go plus or minus with the the toast part of it, but obviously mm-hmm. having the healthy fat will also keep you full longer and keep mm-hmm. a more balanced blood sugar earlier. So you could, you could consider that as well. Yeah. Um, 
certainly popular and you could find it at a restaurant out if you had to eat breakfast out and they didn't have any options or you're allergic to eggs or something like that. It could be a good option. Yeah. And if you want, if you want the grains, uh, you know, there are whole mm-hmm. grain choices too, right? Like the steel cut oats, mm-hmm. which you can make overnight in the crock pot or, um, they are good. Yes. You know, or, or sometimes I'll make a big pot of oatmeal and just eat it. You know, like you said, with making your egg casserole ahead of time, make a big pot mm-hmm. of oats that you can eat during the week. And Right. We'll do that with overnight oats sometimes. And in the overnight yes. oats, we'll put in the chia seeds and the flax seeds and the berries and all that stuff. And then I think usually the next day when you're making, when you're actually eating it, maybe like an all, like a nut, if you want any nuts on top or something like that. But yes. yeah, that's a good option too. I forgot about those. My husband really likes quinoa bowls at breakfast. I'm not, I guess I'm going to really be an advertisement for first watch because they have a quinoa bowl with like two eggs on top. And he loves that. And that's like, he is full for a very long time and he's a big eater. So that's impressive that, um, that will, you know, keep him satisfied that long. So nice. that could well, be an option too. People, yeah. That should give people a lot of ideas or something that yeah. they, they want to look at, at breakfast as their, their first meal to move around. So um, let's talk lunch, shall we? Sure. Yeah. So lunch, I think is a tough one. A lot of people are on the go. Um, mm-hmm. I typically will at least try to bring some sort of lean protein along with me, um, and vegetables for sure. Now, I think if I don't have fresh vegetables, that's fine. I will heat up like a steam, fresh frozen vegetable bag and eat, you know, probably half of that, to be honest or, or a little more. Um, and then, you know, at least I'm getting some vegetables. It still has a lot of vitamins and minerals and it's definitely still filling. Um, if that's, that's just like a backup kind of plan for me. Um, but otherwise, you know, I think a great thing is salad, right? You can, you can make it ahead of time. You could even grill up chicken on the weekend and portion it all and make salads all ahead of time. I used to do that a lot in residency. And then, you know, you've got portion salads for the whole week. You're ready to go. You keep kind of a little container of a salad dressing that you like a lot. Um, and, you know, I think just being mindful of what you put on the salad is obviously um, important as well to not kind of sabotage the salad goodness. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So including, you know, the healthy fats, like the avocado, maybe a little cheese, if that is um, to your liking. Mm-hmm. And you can still do the same things of nuts and seeds to get more protein if you needed that. Um, what else? I, you could I add a little quinoa. Be, yeah. What's that? To be a leftovers person yes. for, for lunch because I'm... Uh, Again, usually kind of rushed at lunchtime. So that's mm-hmm. kind of a portion controlled leftovers is often what I'll do for lunch. And if I'm home, I'll stir in greens with it. I, you know, obviously when I was working at a site, then I, I didn't bring extra right. greens along, but I just bring that. And I like to have um, kind of your backup plan so that you know, like there are places you can go if you're, I used to drive around for work. So I would know, you know, that certain grocery stores had you know, I'd have like three things I could get there that I know were, you know, like I like grocery store sushi and, you know, the places that have the good salad bar with, you know, good things you can put on it or, you know, they'll have grilled chicken or rotisserie chicken or, you know, you know, and then I can get my 
container of berries if I'm at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, it can be something really simple, but I know it's something I really like eating. And I already know ahead of time before I walk in, you know, these are my three choices. What am I going to go for? So there's no decision fatigue or anxiety about like, oh, what am I going to get? You know, are the, I just, I know if I go to this one grocery store, I'm going to get one of these three things, you know, so. Yeah, perfect. I mean, I have two days where I'm going in between offices. So I have like, we have something called PDQ, which is like akin to Chick-fil-A, but they have a grilled chicken lettuce wrap. And I'll go in and that, if that has to be my protein that day, that's fine. But I'll usually have like a bunch of mini sweet peppers or something to eat with it, you know, if I don't have, um, if I'm on the go. But I definitely bring leftovers as well. Um, One of, one consult of someone coming and trying to, like a demo for something. She's like, that looks so good. Where did you get that? I'm like, I made it. She thought it was like one of those like special catered meal delivery or something oh, like that. I don't know. It was like not that complicated, but she thought right. it looked really nice. I'm like, yeah, leftovers are really good. And I've noticed when I eat those, I'm full like much longer than yeah. maybe those days where I had to get just that little bit of protein um, and the mini sweet peppers. Days. So sure. I think I think it's more a little bit balanced and I can make it all the way to dinner better. Whereas yeah. I used to have to like, I need a protein shake or something like that. Right. I don't do that right. anymore. So I think that's super important. And, you know, not eating those other things that we're trying to avoid because it's going to just make me hungry shortly after, yeah. which would, you know, anything processed or right. fast right. food or anything like that. Right. But yeah, yeah, having the backup plan is important. Yeah. And I live somewhere north. So in the winter, I want warm food Mm -hmm. for lunch. And then, you know, working in a medical office in the summer, it was overly air conditioned. And I also wanted warm food, you know, because I'm cold. Um, So, yeah, I mean, think about what makes sense to you, what you like, you know, does it does warm or cold food matter? Do you love salads? Then have that, you know, think about, you know, what's going to be delicious for you. Um, And then also it's fine if you like it for a month and you want to switch it up to something else, you know. Absolutely. Boredom is okay. But, you know, if you do get bored with it, you can change it up. So it's some people like the same thing every day. Yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. Well, should we talk about dinner then? Sure. All right. So dinner, dinner that you like to tell people. Well, several things, right? I think portion size for dinner, like you can eat on the smaller plate. So that can fix a meal too, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's one thing. Also making sure you, we didn't talk about this before, but like drinking water can also help Mm -hmm. you not be as hungry or incorporate to a a balanced um, meal as well. So then I typically will have for our family, uh, a lean protein and a side of veggies and maybe a salad. And then on a not as often, maybe we'll have like a starchy vegetable, like an acorn squash or sweet potato. Um, think of what else? Those are probably more of our go-tos for that. Or, you know, once again, we can talk about backup plan in a minute, but that's kind of what I would build if we're making something at home. 
And usually there's going to be olive oil on the vegetables with salt and pepper. Those are the ones that we like. Um, my kids are funny because they will say that they don't like anybody else's vegetables. They only like mine. Oh. And I'm like, well, that's because we roast them with the olive oil with salt and pepper. And it's really yes. yummy. Yeah. yeah, if you haven't, if you don't like vegetables and you haven't tried roasted vegetables, definitely right. try roasted vegetables. There's a million internet recipes, you know, just try something because it's, it's the best. They're so good. It's delicious. And I mean, even the olive oil, when, before you even cook some of them, like let's say it's green beans, just a little olive oil, salt and pepper on the green bean itself, like raw. It's like, oh. I like these. It's same with zucchini and squash. Like, so you're getting that healthy fat, you're getting the vegetable and just wash the salt. But um, yeah, it's, it's delicious. So there are other ways to cook vegetables. If you, you know, haven't experienced, you know, roasted, I definitely recommend that too. Yeah. But I think it's better than steamed and yeah, I mean, baked is pretty good too. But on the grill is another delicious way to eat them. Like if we're turning on the grill to grilled salmon or grilled chicken or maybe a lean flank steak or trying to yeah, get some other things. Yeah, sometimes a burger, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. Then, I mean, throw the vegetables on there too. You know, put a little olive oil, salt and pepper, and it's awesome. So we'll do squash, zucchini, um, those acorn squash. We had a no oven for um, almost 11 months. So we were doing a lot on the grill. I couldn't do anything. And I did have to buy an air fryer to help me out a little bit. But you can put anything on the grill for real. Yeah. Nice. So um, I would recommend that. And then, you know, if a, a big, uh, not a big, but a salad for everybody to share is also, you know, helpful okay. as well. And I think I kind of grew up with always having like the salad and then a vegetable and a meat. So that's helpful for, um, you know, feeling that fullness of fiber and sometimes the stretchfulness uh, that is, you know, kind of gives off that hormone to tell you that you're full. So that's why I kind of like the um, vegetables in there uh, even more so with the extra salad. Um, and then if let's say I'm trying to see if we have typically if we're eating uh, like rice or quinoa or something, it's because we're getting using our backup plan. So okay. I don't I do it sometimes at home. It depends on what it is. But um, usually we have to eat out a little more because of kids and sports. Sure. So I will we'll have the backup plan. We'll know the restaurant that makes a healthier rice bowl or something, right? So yeah. I'll, like a brown rice base and sometimes it's not brown. And I know I've listened to some of your episodes where you eat a little bit less of the white, right? So right, right. if it's yeah. in there, I'll still eat it. It's just if they put too much, you can ask for less too. So True. you know, can always True. adjust your order and they're pretty accommodating. So yeah, well, I mean, I guess Chipotle could be an example for us. Like we put a brown rice base, you know, some black beans, the chicken and some of the other um, like salsa things on there, trying to avoid the burrito and the tortilla and we don't eat the chips either. But those things will definitely not, not usually something I want to eat all the time, but I mean, Basically, I having those yeah. backup plans are yeah. very important, I think. And I really like Chipotle because all the food is pretty much real food, mm -hmm. right? So you can yeah. take your family in there as long as they like it, you know, of course. Right. Yeah, I've got four kids and, you know, one of them is always like, not Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that day or whatever. But um, if everyone agrees to it, 
you go in there pretty it's all it's all real food so it's a really nice thing because you're not kind of like well don't get that thing you know but yeah i've had trouble there lately only because i have a little bit of an onion intolerance so i'm like always picking my picking the onions out (laughs) and eating really 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 slow but otherwise if you don't have that problem it's yeah i think it's you know pretty decent food as a backup plan if that's you know, if your plan is not always, if it is always to eat at home, which is, you know, usually a goal, but a lot of times we have to eat out. So that's one. And there's a similar place we have around here um, called Tijuana Flats that we can build something like that too. (laughs) And then other places I know where they have the salad that I like or something like that. So we can always find something like that is healthy, that is out as well and isn't as much as like you know a super fast food like a mcdonald's or something like that so definitely planning ahead but having that backup plan is very very important we have i like to talk also about home backup plans because Mm. sometimes you're home and you're like what do i do it's a week you know i not that everything has to be tex-mex but you know we always have refried beans at home and some salsa and things that we could make something you know, cut up some sort of vegetable that we have and put those together to make some sort of burrito or bowl or whatever. Um, if we're um, just, you know, not ready to cook or mm-hmm. too tired to cook or running late or out of groceries or all those things. Um, sometimes when I would be coming home from work and just thinking, I am not going to cook tonight. I'm exhausted because we've all been there too, right? Right. Um, I would pick up a rotisserie chicken and the bag of green beans um, because my family liked the green beans. We would, um, we could steam those and then I'd toss them with a little bit of either olive oil or sesame oil and a little bit of soy sauce. And that was, I mean, that's a five minute dinner, you know, Mm -hmm. the chicken's cooked and and the beans are there and that's, you know, good enough. Right. We do the rotisserie chicken too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a great great one for you know you can put it in your regular rotation but we needed a backup often enough that that was a you know our our back in fact we had a a nanny who came to visit and she asked my kids do you guys still eat rotisserie chicken and green beans (laughs) that's funny yes we do yeah (laughs) i learned to master the green bean bag in the microwave when we didn't have an oven and they are just as good like if you get the temperature i'm sorry the time right so uh, depending upon your microwave, of course, it says like five to seven minutes. I think in our new microwave, we do it at six and the old one I did it at five and like just add in, like you said, the oil and I just do salt and pepper. I'm not big soy sauce, but they taste very, very good. It's yeah. almost as good as roasted or anything like that. So we'll do that in a quick fix if we have them. Or I always, we always keep like those frozen bags of cauliflower, right. broccoli, carrots or like I said, the husband's quinoa bags. Yeah. And people um, wonder sometimes if those are healthy, but they, you know, we should tell the audience too that those really are. Those are usually picked, flash frozen. So they're actually a really healthy choice. Um, right. Not the ones with all the sauces. Right. Kind of, I try to avoid those. Yeah. yeah. But yes, they are, they're, they're fine for a backup plan. And I, like I said, I like them for lunches too. So they're, yeah, yeah backup plan for that too. So trying to think if we do anything else i usually have well like a cooked meat frozen like if i like a ground turkey or something like that that i might throw in like a quick pasta sauce and then put it over zoodles or spaghetti squash like that's pretty quick as well that will do um 
shrimp is really quick too if it's thawed. yeah true. true it doesn't take that long to thaw right so those are yeah, those are no excuse backup homemade meals. like you still yeah. have 10 minutes you can do this right <laughs> right yeah and i do like to you know if you're if you're you know thinking well you know if you're listening and thinking well i'd like to cook more sometimes just picking one or two meals a week right. you know i had a family i was talking to recently who they wanted to cook all the days. So they got all the stuff and then they were feeling bad because everything was going bad. And I said, okay, next week, how about you just do one, pick the day, make the meal and make sure it ha- it, that it happens and only that day. And that will be such a big win for your family. And they were like, that doesn't seem like enough. I'm like, just start with one, you know, right. night, you know, and do that. And my husband and I have different nights that we do the cooking. Um, and it's mostly me because of our schedule. I like cooking. Um, but again, I also look at the week and go, okay, two or three dishes that I know I'll have time to cook. Um, and usually there's one night that's a quick thing or I'll do a slow cooker thing. Um, but just looking ahead and and really having low expectations, you know, mm-hmm. or um, allowing it to be just a couple nights that you cook a nice dinner and the other nights if it has to be something quick you know we've given you lots of ideas now for quick things and and letting that be okay no absolutely places knowing where the places are that you as the parent if you have to drive kids around are okay you know sometimes i'm telling my kids you know this place or that place you know and they're like but what about no this place or that place you know you get to pick but we're going to one of the places where I know the food's going to be, you know, healthy to eat. Yes. Usually I'm like, we're going here. You tell me what you want. <laughs> or I'll get you. My kids are young enough where, you know, I'm still making those decisions for them. So, yeah. 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 And I make and sure they eat kind of what we eat most. Definitely at home. You know, yeah. I'm not going to say I don't allow them to have a kids type meal at a different place, but at home, I'm not making them separate meals or anything like that. Right. So right. Me neither. I think that's important. Yeah. And we have, I had four kids. So oftentimes we do two vegetable sides mm-hmm. and then I just be like, well, I know you like at least one of these, you know, because <laughs> I know what you like to eat. <laughs> um, and one of those was oftentimes the frozen heat up, but yeah. you know, if that was what the one kid liked and wasn't going to eat the other thing that was part of the main dish. So it works, you know? Yeah. We'll do that too. Especially if it's asparagus, I'm nice to my daughter and I won't make her eat it. So we'll have extra vegetables that night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk dessert too. I mean, even on a weight loss journey, you know, I, I, I think dessert once or twice a week, it's great and, and can be part of your weight loss journey, right? I mean, sure. Yeah, we, um, well, coming off my recent vacation, <laughs> I'm going to try to take a break from dessert. But um, we, one thing I like to do, but I don't do enough is like maybe just like bake or uh, microwave apples and put cinnamon on it. I think that's yeah. like a nice treat for the kids um, yeah. or myself. And then, or just, you know, usually we talk about fruit and they love, we have frozen mangoes and frozen red grapes in our freezer all the time. And that's like their fruit dessert and it's delicious. Um, So if you haven't tried frozen grapes, I highly recommend it. Uh, They're very, they're very sweet. And then what else do they do? 
I don't know. They're the small things. I mean, my more thinking of my kids for me, I'm like, if it's going to be something, a dessert that I like, it's going to be the exact thing I want, or I don't think I want to bother with it. Sure. So yeah. yeah, for instance, That's it's point, right. Yeah. So if you're going to have it, have something you really like. I'm not going to eat a cookie that I know doesn't look, I'm a pretty snobby cookie eater, right? <laughs> I'm not going to eat, I'm not going to try this other cookie. It has to be what I want. And I, it was my son's birthday and they had a cookie cake from that one of my favorite places or whatever. I'm like, oh. yeah, I'm going to eat that because it's delicious yeah. and I love it and I'm going to enjoy it. And we froze the next half because my husband's birthday was a couple of days later. And I'm like, we're not buying two. So, you know, <laughs> we just celebrated again with the same happy birthday sign. And, uh, you know, that worked for us. But yeah, I'm going to eat dessert when I know it's something that I like a lot. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I don't really um, personally need it outside of that. Right. Right. And when you're yeah. looking at and if you're an adult and you're on a weight loss journey, I like to tell people to have it at the end of with the meal at right. the end of the yeah. meal, because that will, you know, take your blood sugar curb and and not have it spiking high. So that whole, you know, life is short, eat dessert first is not great for a weight loss journey. Right. Um, because you can actually hide. It's almost like you can hide a, a small dessert at the end of your meal. You, you almost hide it from your body as far as blood sugar goes. It just gets kind of, you know, if you've had some protein, fiber, and healthy fats with the meal, um, you know, you're not going to get a big blood sugar spike from having dessert at the end. Now, that thing where you're full and you have it two hours later really doesn't right. serve you that well if you're trying to lose weight. Um, so I say try to have it with the meal. Yeah, I'll speak personally on that. So I used to always want something after my kids went to bed where my husband and I had about 20 minutes to ourselves <laughs> that we went to bed. And I would save my yogurt or berries or yogurt and granola for then. And since I've learned these new things, I think it's made a big difference too. Like either I will realize, yes, I'm not truly hungry for it and I'm not going to eat it, right? Yeah. Or, okay, I might eat it or I want want it, but I'm going to bring it and eat it with the meal. And that means I am not overly full and I've seen kind of room for it, if you will. Yeah. So um, I think it's made a big difference for me. If you want to talk about, I think you just did one on like losing the last five pounds. I haven't listened to that, but I mean, I think that made a different difference for me um, personally, you know, in the recent months, I guess, even yeah. maybe years. It's been a while, but <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So bring that with the meal and not two hours later. Yeah. No. So, well, this has been a great conversation. I'm so glad we got to talk about this. Because um, it's fun. It can be overwhelming to try to think I'm going to, I mean, I used to do this myself to be like, I'm going to change everything, you know, and, and it was, it seemed so hard then when you did it. Um, and then also when you stumble, as we all will, then it's, you know, seems like, you're just doing a bad job, which, but if you just pick one thing to do and you don't expect yourself to do it perfectly, then, you know, it's can be great and you should celebrate the whatever meal it is that you're working on uh, so that, because that's actually a brain chemistry thing that will also help your brain be like, oh, look at us. We ate three really nice breakfasts this meal, this week. And um, so then your brain's like, oh, look how good we are. Let's, you know, let's do a fourth day next week or let's 
start bringing our lunch, you know, or something, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think it's a great way to start, especially if you're just starting to, um, you know, start small and get it down before moving on to the next thing. Yeah, definitely. And if you mess up or whatever, just start with the next meal then. You don't have to wait, you know, till the next day or week if you mess something up. Just start right then, you know. Love that. Well, thanks everybody for being with us here today, whether you're watching us move around (laughs) on YouTube or uh, listening on on the podcast. So um, why don't we both talk about where where we can people can find us if they'd like to hear more about what we have to say or work with us. Um, why don't you go ahead? Sure. Um, so I, like I said, I'm in person in Clearwater and Palm Harbor, Florida. Our uh, website is www.cfma.health. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Clearwater Family Medicine. Uh, Facebook's at Clearwater Family Medicine and Allergy. And on my YouTube is Carrie Reller MD. So you can find me at all of those places. Oh, and I do have a podcast called Get Healthy Tampa Bay. Thanks. Thanks. If well, people want to hear more of what I have to say, <laughs> I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Um, Instagram is Heather Awad MD. YouTube is Heather Awad MD. Facebook is Vibrant Dash MD. And um, and if you want to go to my website to um, if you are thinking that you're a professional woman over 50 and you'd like to uh, find out more or connect with me personally, my website is vibrant-md.com and there are spots there to connect together. So, Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much for this conversation. It's uh, fun to talk about these things together. I love hearing your ideas. <laughs> Likewise. Yeah. <laughs> All right.